Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. As per usual, I'm joined by my furry co-host Slade and his sister Onyx. Uh, they're both wandering around the room a little bit, so uh, they always like to be with Daddy when Daddy's home recording. Nonetheless, I'm wearing more of my Tiger Shulman's best. You can see this cool sweatshirt. You can find it on tigear.com, uh, supporting the Tiger Shulman's fight team. But I am back in my home recording space as per usual, ready to give you guys a little more food for thought and a mindset as we approach this week. So, <clears throat> excuse me, as we get going, our 90 day challenge is underway for a couple of days now. So hopefully if you're participating, you're feeling positive results. If not, definitely reach out to the community in your school. Like I know we have a group chat going in my school uh, and everybody who's part of the 90 day challenge is part of the chat and people are active and asking questions and giving feedback. So definitely reach out to your community and of course reach out to your instructors in your school to see who can help you with what uh, with whatever issues you may be having. But nonetheless, as we get rolling today, I, I want to get into a very specific mindset and as we do, I'll introduce this idea by telling you guys a story. So years ago, I was traveling uh, myself, Mrs. Sensei, we went away with two other couples and we went down to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, which is absolutely beautiful. If you ever have the opportunity to go, it's incredible. Just, I mean, the, the, just the views out there and everything that nature made is just incredible. People are very friendly. It's very safe. It's, it's a really nice place to go. So at any rate, we went, uh, we went down to Cabo San Lucas, beautiful trip, beautiful place. And, uh, while we were down there, for you guys unfamiliar, Cabo's on the very tip of the Baja Peninsula. Like, you know how when you look at the United States, there's that little, like, tail coming off of California? That's the Baja Peninsula. At the very last tip, that's where Cabo San Lucas is. The place that we like to stay is called Land's End because it literally is the end of the land. Like, that's it. There's nothing else. You look south, and there's nothing for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles. But I digress. When you're in Cabo, because of where you are on the, the peninsula, you have the opportunity to both go and swim in the Pacific Ocean, which isn't always recommended. In fact, it's usually not recommended. Or in the Sea of Cortez. The Sea of Cortez is much calmer. You get in, it's like very nice water. It's very calm. It's easy to swim in. So we were at a specific resort that was a little up the peninsula. It wasn't at the very end, just a little bit up. And while we were up at that specific peninsula, we went swimming on the beach. So we were out at the beach at this resort 
and it happened to be on the Pacific Ocean side. And there's, there's a thing about the Pacific Ocean. If you're like ankle deep, like maybe even knee deep in the water where you're in past the waves, you're like still touching sand, you're, you're okay, right? That's th that space where a little kid might wade, that's a-okay. That's very safe. You feel good. If you're out a ways past the breakers, the water's calm, you're floating, you're doing okay. It's in that middle ground. It's that, that in between where you get tossed around uh, uh, like you're inside of a, a clothes dryer or something. And my friends had gone out before me, Mrs. Sensei and my friends, they had gone out. And uh, they were already out past the breakers. They were out past the where the waves broke. And I was coming out, and as I was going out, the waves started to get a little more aggressive. And I kind of got stuck in that middle ground for a little while, where I kind of got tossed back and forth. Again, that, that clothes dryer kind of effect. And while I was stuck in there, it was, it was kind of rough. I, it wasn't like terrifying, like, oh my God, I'm going to drown or anything. But it was definitely, uh, you know, a, a rough bit of swimming for sure. Uh, to the point where later on, um, when we were all back at, at the, the resort and we were changing out of our swimsuits, I left mine on the floor of the bathroom so everybody could see how much sand had got kicked into my shorts as we, as we were tossed around in the breakers. But nonetheless, um, that's that's kind of my, my point, right? Sometimes the middle, sometimes okay, is the worst place to be. It's the absolute worst place to be. So let me give you an example that's related to career. If you have a terrible job and you hate what you're doing and the hours are terrible and the money is terrible and your boss is a jerk and your coworkers are connivers and you can't stand them. That's actually kind of a good thing because when a situation is that bad, it motivates you to get off your rear end and to make a change, right? Things are so bad that you're motivated to move. However, the polar opposite, if things are going so well, if you're doing, if you're doing something that you love and you love the work and the money is great, and your clients are great, and your boss is amazing and generous and all these other things, and your coworkers are uplifting and positive, and you can't wait to go to work every day, then everything's great, nothing's broken, you're fine, right? It's that middle spot. That middle spot is the dangerous spot. And I learned this lesson a long time ago as an employer, and I'll come back to that idea in a moment, but, I want to finish illustrating my point here. If you're stuck in that middle spot where the job's okay, kind of like the work and the money's okay and you know the clients and customers you work with are okay and the hours aren't terrible and your boss is not too much of a jerk and your coworkers are all pretty cool, they're all right. Now you're in that middle ground. You're not getting the fulfillment of that great job. It's not happening. You're not there. You're not at that point where you're getting that level of fulfillment, right? You're not getting monetary or psychological or any of that kind of fulfillment. You're not really happy. But it's also not so bad that you're motivated to make a change. And therein lies the problem. That's how like the old song says, you get stuck in the middle. And stuck in the middle is not a great place to be. Right? I'll make a striking example for a second, right? There's a, a, a there's several distances in striking, right? If 
you are very far away. If you are beyond arms and legs reach away from the person, you're what's called out of range. At that point, they can't reach you with a strike. You're safe. You're safe because you're beyond where they can reach and your reaction time will be great. The polar opposite is when you are shoulder to chest, you're pressed up against that person, you're clinched up with them. I'm not talking about like hanging on them at any kind of distance. I'm talking literally your shoulder pressed into the center of their chest. You got a hold of their arm, your head's next to their head. Or close, that is called. So you're there. You're that close. They can't generate any power on their strikes. You're so close, you're smothering the arm that you're that you're against. The other arm can't reach anything worthwhile. You're in a safe spot. You can feel whenever they want to move. You're safe. It's in that middle range where you can reach them and they can reach you that you're in danger. That's the most dangerous spot. Right? It doesn't mean it's the spot you never want to be in. We just have to be aware that, that is the most dangerous spot because if you can reach them, they can reach you. So now that we understand this concept of in the middle, right? We have to relate this back to things that make sense to us. So I want to give this to you from like a boss's perspective, as someone who employs people. A perspective, this is the way I learned it when I was opening my school, and it was a caution I was given. And I was told that the worst employee that you can have is an okay employee. If you have a bad employee, they show up late, they try to leave early all the time, they're bad at their job, they break the rules, they don't communicate with people, they're playing on their cell phone all the time, they're doing all the things that make them a bad employee, right? They don't connect with people, they don't build any kind of relationships in your school. Now, yeah, it's bad, but you have motivation to change that. That person's doing so badly that there's motivation for you to get rid of them. On the other hand, you could have a great employee who's there on time, who stays with you, right? who's very loyal to your business, who contributes greatly, who's, who's a great person to bounce your ideas off of, who contributes and helps you grow your business, who builds relationships with all your customers, who your people absolutely love to talk to, uh, who really helps your business get to the next level. That's great. That's what you're after. But the worst employee is the one in the middle. The one who's like, okay-ish, right? They're, the essential functions of their job, they get done. Uh, they don't blow you away with what they get done. It's not like they do it to a level of proficiency. We're like, wow, that's incredible, right? They're not, uh, they're not helping the business grow. They're not pursuing higher levels, right? They're not trying to get better at what they're doing. They're just kind of existing. They're just kind of there. They're not doing bad enough to justify firing them. But they're also not doing well enough where they're going to advance in their career or your business is going to grow. That's a dangerous spot to be. Someone who's in that middle spot. And as an employer, it's what you try to avoid. You look for, obviously, the great person. And if you can't get the great person, you want the terrible person. So at least you're motivated to get rid of them and get the next person in. Now, before I relate this back to some fitness goals and some other uh, some other type things that will help us understand this concept, and we can talk about how to apply it, I want to talk about productivity and creativity. I know you guys are like me. You're always trying to do more, more efficiently, and do it at a higher quality, of course. So I want to introduce you guys to something that helps me, Magic Mind. I take it because it's so easy to incorporate in my morning routine. It's a simple little one-ounce shot, and it's taken right alongside my morning coffee, and it helps my creativity. I always notice how much easier a time I have breaking things down and finding my analogies when I take my magic mind. 
Each shot contains a combination of 12 active ingredients designed to stimulate focus, creativity, energy, and motivation while decreasing stress and oxidation. Seeing it how well it helps me, I encourage you to try it out for yourself. See how much it ups your game. So for your daily dose of matcha, nootropics, and adaptogens, you're going to go to magicmind.co and you're going to use promo code SENSEI, S-E-N-S-E-I, for an additional 20% off of a single purchase, or you can subscribe to get 40% off of your first subscription. Once again, that's magicmind.co slash sensei. You're going to use promo code sensei for 20% off of a single purchase or 40% off of your first subscription. Magic Mind, do more, stress less. So now let's take this stuck in the middle concept and let's qualify it now against health and wellness. Because obviously in day challenge time, we're talking health and wellness. So as we're talking health and wellness, I want to think to you guys, I want you guys to think about what being an average shape means. Okay, so average shape. So when I say average shape, obviously we're not talking about elite athlete. We're not talking about them. We're not talking about morbidly obese or incredibly unhealthy. We're talking about average, like dead center in the middle. Now, that's like among the worst places you can be. Now, obviously, physiologically, we know being at the morbidly obese side, we know that's bad for us. We know it's terrible. We know being at, having cholesterol at a high level, super high blood pressure, hypertension, diabetes, we know all these things are terrible for us. But at least if you're there, you're doing bad enough that you're motivated to get better, right? If you're elite athlete level, obviously, we're doing okay. We're not in a, we're not in a bad place there, right? Obviously, uh, we want to make sure that we're at optimal health. Now, I want to draw a distinction really quickly between elite athlete and healthy individual because not always is an elite athlete a healthy individual, right? For example, you see the way that an elite athlete, like an Olympic sprinter or um, a mixed martial arts fighter or any number of high-level athletes, when they're in competition, think about a bodybuilder, think about a CrossFitter, think about someone like that. When they're in competition, they're often at a, a level of leanness, right? Uh, such a super low body fat percentage that it's unsustainable. They can do it a couple times a year, but they're not doing that every single day. It's not like if you guys, this past weekend, there was a big UFC event and images were floating around of one of the two guys fighting for the flyweight title of the UFC, Davidson Figueredo. And you saw how lean he was. You could see every vein from his neck, down his arms, down his chest, into his abs. Like the vascularity he had was incredible. Now he was at that level of lean for about 15 minutes. <laughs> he made weight and then he, he, he proceeded to rehydrate and to pump himself back up. And he didn't look, he still looked great when he got in the cage physically, but he didn't look that level of lean. So just quick distinction between that and just the, an in-shape person, the kind of person who you look at like, wow, that person's in shape. That's the kind of person, because that's our everyday, right? A very small population, percentage of the population is going to be Davidson Figueredo. But a much larger percentage is going to be that mom or dad who walks into their kid's activity and the heads turn and look at that person like, wow, that person's in some really good shape. So that's the person, I don't know about you guys, me and Sensei Stein were talking about it last week and last week's episode. That's the person I desire to be. I'm not concerned anymore about like, oh, I got the biggest biceps and everything. I'm concerned with feeling good and looking good. And, and 
So that's who I'm speaking to, right? The parents who train in my school and so forth. That's who we're trying to be, I think. Nonetheless, being that super healthy person, we're a happy camper, right? Our blood pressure is under control, right? No, no ongoing uh, chronic conditions, illness-wise, no diabetes, no heart disease, none of that stuff, right? We're looking good, we're feeling good, and medically, we're great. That's where we want to be. So don't change a thing. Going back to average in shape, that's the dangerous place to be. Right? Think about the, the conversation so many people have with their doctor. If you're the person on this side who's morbidly obese, who's incredibly unhealthy, who's diabetic, who has high blood pressure, who's got you know, heart disease and all this stuff, who's taking a million medications and so forth, that person has regular conversations with their doctor uh, with any coach that might be in their life, with their family, with their loved ones, about you have to get healthy. You have to get healthy. So they have all this motivation to go from here to here. So there, sometimes that worst situation is actually better because you're motivated to change it. Right? Then that average in shape, we can shock average up to a million things. Uh, oh, you know, I'm getting a little older. It's okay. I'm getting a little older. I'm putting the weight on. It's, it's okay. Right? Like, ah, you know, I look better than that, that, and I look better than that, that, and I look better than that, that. Yeah. But are you free from all the stuff of this person? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I've had a lot of people in my time in my school who came to me, and they were this average person when they came to me. And they were on cholesterol medication or high blood pressure medication, or they had diabetes, or they suffered from migraines, or many other chronic conditions that were caused by the fact that they were sitting at average. They were carrying not 150 pounds of extra body weight, but maybe 20, 30, 40 pounds that to be, to go from average to healthy. Again, not Davidson Figueredo veins on top of veins, to go to a healthy place where they were seeing definition and they were they were happy with what they saw in the mirror. They were that distance away. You know, I, I do have, I did have some other people, you know, who just were physically bigger people. You know, they were six foot six and they were, you know, 315 pounds, but their shoulders were twice as broad as mine. Okay, that person might have had 75 or 100 pounds to lose, but when you saw them, you weren't like, oh my God, that person is the person over here who's suffering all these chronic health conditions and is morbidly obese and everything. They were still kind of average in, in the middle. But nonetheless, that person, maybe they're on one medication. Maybe they have one chronic health condition. Maybe they don't have energy to go all day. Maybe they'll like take their, their shirt off when they go to the beach with their family, but maybe they won't. They won't be the first person to do it, right? Maybe they like kind of have a couple outfits they feel they look good in, but not everything. So they're not doing bad enough to have that man, I got to do something about this now kind of motivation. But they're also not in that great healthy place. See that? Okay, being stuck in the middle, being stuck in, the, in those waves. That's the terrible place to be. Because if you're there, you're not doing great and you're not motivated to make a change. But the thing is, the reason average is average is because that's where most of the population is. That's where the majority of the bell curve lands. I'm sure you guys are familiar with the bell curve, right? Right, there's five to ten percent, five to ten percent, and then eighty to ninety percent are in the middle, and that's our population in just about every way that that we can be broken down. Five to ten on one side, five to ten on the other, eighty to ninety in the middle.
I digress. So because 80 to 90% of us make up average, again, it's not like the vast overwhelming majority of us are over here, and it's not like the vast overwhelming majority of us are over here. Average is average for a reason. But here's the thing. The good news about living in the middle, even though it lacks the motivation of, of living on the one side and it lacks the prosperity of living on the other, is you're already halfway there. If you were this person who was over here, who had all these chronic health conditions and everything, you have to go past average to here, to the positive place. But now, if you're the average person, you only got one step to go. That's it. That's it. So being that person, being that mom or dad that everybody looks at when they walk in the door, like, wow, that person's in some shape. Wow. Man, that shirt looks good on that person. Wow. Wow, I got to get those leggings because it, it, like all the positive things that you start to think when you see a person who's in really good shape, you're one step away from being that person. Now, if you're in an okay career, you're one step away from that great career, you're not two. Right? If, you, if you have an okay employee, maybe you can make that person into a great employee, maybe. But either way, it's not that far. So what I'm asking you guys to do, the advice that I have for you is realize when you're stuck in the middle. Don't get me wrong. If you can list off all the positives about everything, you're in a great spot. Leave it alone. If you're over here, listen to everybody who tells you to make a change. It's important. On the other hand, if you're sitting in the middle and you got some things that aren't making you so happy about the situation, but you're kind of okay, realize you're just a few steps away from loving everything about, about what it is. Again, let's use health and wellness. You're just a few steps away from absolutely loving how you look, how you feel, right? What people think about you, looking good in every outfit, feeling great, energy level super high, you're just a few steps away. And that's what we're here to do, to get you from here to here. So as I'm closing up today, what I want you guys to think about is in what parts of your life, because you can break life down into a million parts, your family, your career, right? Your hobbies, Right, your health and wellness. And there's so many other categories you can break things down into. But on those, how many of them are you just okay? Are you just in that stuck in the middle spot? And if you're stuck in the middle, ask yourself, what do you have to do from stuck to go from stuck in the middle to prosperity? Because I guarantee it's not that far and it's not that many changes at all. And this week I'm urging you, in those areas of your life, take that little step. Go that little bit further. Go a little bit more in that direction. Because before too long, you'll be there. It'll be there before you know it. I encourage you guys to take those steps. And I hope that this week you guys can try to find your way from okay into amazing. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Sensei underscore Leonelli. On Facebook, I'm Sensei James Leonelli. Um, <laughs> excuse me. You can find everywhere I'm on the internet at Linktree, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. That is everywhere I'm on the internet. My school, Tiger Shalom is a whole, whole bunch of other things. Everything Flex Fights. We'll talk about Flex Fights real, real quickly in just a moment. Um, I realize I one more thing I had to talk to you guys about. Um, so that, that's me. For my school, you can find us online, tskSmithtown.com. On Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. On Twitter and Instagram, at tsma underscore Smithtown. 
Uh, Sensei's Weekly Mindset is on Instagram. You can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. Please make sure you guys subscribe. Get your new episodes every Wednesday. Make sure you guys leave a rate and review. It just helps. But most importantly, share the podcast. The more people that are listening, the happier camper I am, of course, because who likes to talk to a couple people? Not very many people. Who likes to talk to a lot of people? That's me. Right? If I'm going to do this, I'd rather have it to more ears than less. So two more things to touch on very quickly. Flex Fights coming up February 4th. Speakeasy Smackdown. Find Flex Fight Series on Instagram. We did a great commercial for it at my school nonetheless. So look that up. Uh, tickets and pay-per-view are both available on flexfights.com. Also, Sensei Stan and I mentioned it a little bit last week. Coming up in March, uh, being put together by Danielle Shulman, Tiger's daughter. We have a pretty cool event where we have some special needs students from Tiger Shulman's uh, are going to be participating in an event called Swinging for the Stars, which is going to be a charity event. Um, and the special needs teens and adults get to walk out to the ring, get a whole fighter experience. And they get to get in the ring and, and have a, a sparring match, essentially, with one of our, our high-level fighters. Um, I have one of my students participating in it. It's going to be an amazing event. It's raising money for a great cause. It's going to be recorded and on video. Uh, Sensei Stein and myself will be doing commentary for the event. So look out for more information on that. That'll be March the 18th. More information on that coming. But make sure that you guys do all the things I asked. Other than that, my friends, until next week, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.